ain't no hesitation Got me going crazy Keep it moving, I'm tuned in to True North Racing The podcast that you need if you got the need for speed John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry Short track, stock car racing Gotta get it hype, Saturday night under the lights Hear the engine rooming by Smell the gas and feel the vibe Going into overdrive Drop the flag, then the car zooming by Hey, True North Racing, let's go What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. My name is John Morrison. Hopefully, you guys all had a great weekend. Unfortunately, guys, this week I am riding solo once again. That's okay because you guys get the best. Probably, I don't know if you guys actually do get the best of me or not. But anyways, um, hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, I'm back in the studio this week or my room or my kids' room uh, <laughs> as usual, guys. Um, man, what a weekend of racing. What a weekend of just a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, where do I begin? So Friday, Friday, guys, I, uh, I took a, a, I've been struggling with work lately, uh, you know, professionalism, uh, uh, whatever. And I decided to take a mental health day. So on Friday I took a mental health day and you know, when I decided I was going to do that, Jacqueline and I were talking and, uh, <laughs> we decided we were going to go to Oshawa Friday night. And, uh, so of course I had to hit up the gang. I had to hit up Kaylin and Megan and we were like, Hey, you guys want to, you know, we're going to the dirt track Friday night. You guys want to come? You guys want to meet us there? Sure. Um, after Caitlin's wreck last week, she wasn't sure if she was going to make it or not, but, um, well, she was, uh, Caitlin and Dale made it out. Uh, Megan, Rick, Debbie, uh, we all had a great time. Uh, lots of great racing, uh, throughout the field. Gotta love cheering on our, our good friend. Rob Twitchit. One of the cool things, actually. Woo. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to lift up my leg here to. I have a little stand here because I don't sit when I do these things. I like to stand for some reason. And I like to get all serious, but like then my leg tenses up like right now. And then I start standing in. Um, oh, but we were we were there. And uh, one of the coolest things that happened was uh, all of a sudden I got a message from Morgan Robson Jr. And he goes, uh, hey, man, is that you? Sure enough, look in the picture. Holy crap, G-Force caught me on camera. I looked like I was, I think I was showing something to Jacqueline, but <laughs> it was uh it was pretty funny. It was uh, and you know, we we said we were. They uh they made sure they said, hey, you know, say hey, say hi to everyone from Madison myself. I did. Uh, unfortunately, Morgan, I forgot to message you back, but we all said hi back. Uh but yeah, we had such a great time. Such so much, so many great racing, so much great racing happened at Oshweekend on Friday night. There was the uh, mini stocks, the thunder stocks, the oh crate sprints and the 360 sprints. And uh, it was meet the some of the guys came over to the front side for meet the drivers. Night. I unfortunately got there at a weird time and wasn't able to get over there. But Ashton Dickey wanted me to uh, stop by and say hi. But Megan was over there first. And so I got myself here a Ashton Dickey hero card. You guys can pick him up from Oshawaigan Speedway. Ashton, if you're listening, man, or watching, thank you so much for it. It's uh, hanging out here in my uh, kids' room here because my kids absolutely love hero cards. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, that's the one cool thing I love to get. We love to get it handed out hero cards because, to me, that's some of the coolest things you are going to get from a, as a race fan is, is hero cards because those, some of those things are so cool. And 
you know, I just, I don't know. It, to me, it's like a little piece of something from the track and from the, the driver that we get to take home with us. And it's awesome. I got a bunch of them yesterday at Flambro. Uh, I was going to show you, I was going to show them all to you guys of who I got. Um, but you guys are going to check it out in the Young Drivers Canadian Modified vlog this week. Uh, if anyone knows, watches NASCAR on Fox, you know the Michael Waltrip gridwalk. I tried to mimic that a little bit yesterday. So here you see me. I started from the tail end of the field just as it got going. Uh, chatted with Steve Murdoch, all the CVM guys, obviously. Um, realized I was done in about two minutes. I'm like, how am I going to make this longer? How am I going to make this more fun and more enjoyable? Kind of walking through crowds. I walked up to so many different drivers. I walked up to Cameron Thompson, Alex Stewart, Kalen Walls. Uh, I think Mark, I think his name was Mark McGrath. Oh man, I really, I'm going to have to find this real quick, but we talked to uh, Lane Zardo. We talked to Justin Collison. We talked to, who else did we talk to? We talked to uh, Superstock. So let's see if I here. Yeah. Matt McGrath, Matt McGrath. Um, he was there. Talked to him for a couple seconds. Um, Justin Collison, Lane Zardo, um, Nicole Givens. I quickly uh, talked to her um what else and there's a few other things um a few other people and if i'm if i'm not uh and if i didn't get a chance to talk to you i'm sorry uh what else did we do uh so yeah we uh so anyways um back to friday night uh one of the things i, I mentioned to ashton he said he had a rough heat race he did he did and uh <laughs> well i told i told him if you can't beat the show, be the show. And I think he took that a little too literal, <laughs> literally, because all of a sudden down in turns three and four, caution comes out. We can't see where we're sitting. We're on the right-hand side of the flagman. And with just how the fencing is laid out at Oshawa, you can't see out into the rhubarb that they have extended out in turns three and four. Um, and he was sent all the way back there by the barriers. Turns out, I think he said he had a broken. Let me let me bring it up here. I keep, I feel like I need to prepare a lot more on the days we're doing this podcast because there's times I just start going on about stuff and I completely forget uh, what was said. Let me bring it up here real quick. The U joint in the collapsible steering section sheared right right in two. So unfortunately, that ended his night. Um, but oh man, couldn't we couldn't tell from where we were what happened but hey it's it's one of the things that we play with the stupid game that we love is in racing uh we were obviously cheering on Cameron thompson in the thunderstocks uh he, he was i wasn't sure what was going to happen but he uh you know he, he never run a 50 lapper before he went out there did very well ran the high side the entire time in his feature and i'm sitting over there like what is this man doing what is he doing? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was unreal. I loved every second of it. Uh, the three sixty guys they put on a hell of a show as they do each time they go out there. I think that's my girlfriend's. I think that's Jacqueline's favorite uh, series. Uh, one, she loves the fact that they get pushed off to to go. Um, she loves the fact that those guys really throw dirt up in the air and into the stands. Uh, what else? <laughs> uh 
I think I think I need to get her a 410 race because I wonder if those guys create a little more dirt, throw a little more dirt, dust around. Um so anyway, Saturday. We uh we got up. I went to an eye, my first doctor. Guys, you gotta hear this, okay? I haven't been to an eye doctor in about 12 years. 12 years before my mom passed. And it's when I'm recording this, it's uh uh it's been 11 years since my mom passed. So it was before she even passed. So I'm gonna peg it around 12 years ago. And <laughs> I went there and I'm like hi like my name's john i'm here for an appointment and you know he's like oh nice to meet you da, da, da. i get through there i figured it, it was going to be nothing as well uh my eyes are still good so if anyone ever questions my eyesight on something my doctor said it's fine my doctor said it's good so uh hopefully uh <laughs> sorry i know that's bad but uh so my eyesight's still good. We ended up going down to uh, Niagara Outlet Malls. Jacqueline wanted to get a new pair of Crocs for some damn reason. Try to get me to, well, I did try a pair on. I, I'm going to say not right here, right now. Look, I don't find them comfortable. I don't understand the hype. I don't understand them. Don't understand it. But it's okay. If you like Crocs, love them. Love them. Just, no, mm-mm, not for me. Not for me. That's for damn sure. Then, uh, of course, because we're down that way, we we were tempted. Well, Jacqueline Jacqueline was tempted to skip going to Flamborough that night and go over to Merrittville and go watch the racing there because they had a great card of racing going on that night. It was two dollar hot dogs, some other things. Freak! I was I was blown away by what was going on. We tried out the new Smokehouse at Merrittville Speedway. Oh my god! Whew. So what we ended up doing is we bought two meals. We got a a Merrittville pizza, which we love which is we got the uh, meat lover one there. And then we got a brisket on a bun from the Maryville smokehouse at Maryville speedway. And Holy crap. I, we, I could probably eat a whole sandwich by myself. Plus the whole pizza. The French fries were like fresh cut. Like, I, Oh, so good. I'm like salivating just thinking about it. Cause it was so, so good. Um, so if you guys are ever down that way, make sure you guys stop off. Go get yourself a pizza. Go get yourself it, like we hit the triple yesterday. We each split a sandwich. Uh, we each split um, uh, the brisket brisket on a bun. Uh, we both split the pizza, and then we went over and got ice cream before heading up to Flambro. Um, and then uh, yeah, we were at Flambro last night for the meet the drivers night with the CVMs, and for the every division. And uh, man, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It was racing was great for the most part. It was really good. Uh, from what I saw, it was very well done. The one thing I'm going to say, and going to bring it up a little bit, uh, I'll, I'll say this in a little bit, actually, so I'm going to pause on that part. But it was uh, it was good to see a lot of people out, good to see a, lot, a good crowd out on a hand. Um, the one thing that's kind of cool, and I wasn't expecting it at all, but I, I, so yeah, like I said, I was walking around mimicking the Michael Waltrip grid walk. So I have my GoPro in my hand. I'm walking around. I have a freezy for some reason. I don't know why I, weighed, I had a freezy at, then, at that point. I'm walking around the freezy. I got like hero cards in my hands. I'm looking like I'm I'm a big old kid right now because this is hysterical. Um, so I kind of hope someone has a picture of me just walking around with like a freezy hero cards in my camera, just walking around with these guys. And it, it, I went up, talked to a bunch of different drivers, talked to a bunch of different people. Uh, they were all friendly, they're all receptive. I loved it. Um, we need to have more like this, but next time I think I'm gonna get a um a GoPro mount for the top of my head. And then how I'm free handing and I can talk and no one sees me with it. Cause like no one's still going to see me, but they're still going to see the, 
uh, the, the drivers that I'm talking to. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think, I think I need to get on that for next year. But one of the coolest things that happened again last night was the fact that the announcer at Flamborough Speedway shouted out Joan Media, which was really cool because um, I'm not there as my own entity. As you guys know, I am at Flamborough Speedway, a part of the Canadian Vintage Modifies. So on race day, I'm not, a, I'm still a race fan. I'm still, you know, but I don't do anything for my own drivers on race day. At Flamborough Speedway, when in the club is running. That's that's a stipulation of, of what I do. I'm going to get a little serious. I, I know I just did a lot of positive talking here, but I'm going to get a little serious here for a second, guys. To the driver, the number 65, Nikki King in at Flamborough Speedway, I apologize for my comments last week. I wasn't trying to tear you down. I wasn't trying to belittle you. Um, there was just things that made me fear for your safety on track. You did very well. I, I'm so thankful that you came out and enjoyed racing. And I hope you enjoyed yourself. This week, I saw a huge improvement. I got up to the fence. I watched a few lots of the mini stock race. And I kept watching that car because it was actually picking up speed. It was, it was, it was learning and I loved it. Did a lot better this week. And I'm so thankful. They came back out, gave it another shot, got the car better prepared. I'm assuming. Um, I'm so thankful that they came back out and did it again. And they did so much better this week. It was, it was a breath of fresh air. I love seeing the improvement already within a week. And hopefully that continues going forward. We're going to do our Jomo Media driver rundown here. On Friday, David Rockwood came home 12th in his Superstock race at uh, Delaware Speedway. Cameron Thompson came home with a first and a fifth. Saturday at, Del at Flamborough Speedway, Chris Lawrence, seventh and a first. And then that, that's the one thing I was going to talk about earlier, guys. I missed it because I went to go try to start my GoPro, my in-car GoPro on the 44 of uh, Rob Twitcher this week. And I missed it. He won the race and then climbed the fence. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can find uh, some pictures of it. And because uh, I wanted to see that in person so bad. And of course, it's the time that I was on my way down to go start a GoPro that it happened. Um, so congratulations, Chris and, and Cameron on your victories. Alex Stewart came home eighth and 11th. And uh, Alex, don't, don't let me forget you. You're coming on the podcast soon. I'm going to get you in the lineup. Uh, Jeff LaFlam, who was racing at Flamborough Speedway in memory of his uh, buddy who passed away a couple weeks ago, unfortunately only ran five laps, finished finished 14th and obviously did not start the second race um, due to the damage. I feel so bad for that guy. He, uh, he came out, all his winnings were being donated to the lions club, I believe. And I was, I think something about matching it as well. Um, tough, tough, that's been, that was tough for that guy. And I feel bad for him. I hope, hopefully, hopefully he gets the car back out because he's such a good guy. Nice guy. Talk to him at least once or twice a week. You know, it, man, Ho hopefully things start turning around in the, but uh, in the mini stock race, Caitlin Wallace had a fourth and a fifth in her two features. Roland Goodfellow had a seventh and a sixth. And that's who our guest is tonight is Roland Goodfellow. So we're going to be bringing him on here in just a little bit here. Once we get through this, Ricky Williger had two second place finishes. Joe Arsenal had a fourth and a sixth. 
Uh, Scott Tinley had a seventh and a DNF after a first race wreck in feature number two. Jay Pepin had two eighth place finishes. Rob Twitchett had two tenth place finishes in the CVMs. A new Jomo Media driver this week. Next week, we're going to have a whole, we're going to, this week, we're going to have a write up about him posted hopefully Wednesday or Thursday. But we also have a full thing, a bio here next week on the show. Is I really hope I get this announced this name correctly. It's Ty Cavillan. He drives the number seven pro late mall at Flamborough Speedway. He at Flamborough Speedway. He had a fourth and a ninth on Saturday. Brandon Feeney. He had a fourth, fourth and a first. And this is just his, and that first first was his first victory in a car since 2016. So congratulations, Brandon, on that one. Um, but he came home fourth in the feature. But I feel like a win is coming for that guy uh, soon. Um, I don't have the CVM lineup in front of me, unfortunately, so I can't do the CVM lineup this week. Uh, of course, guys, make sure you guys check back on Fridays as we will have our rundown for where you guys can find our Jomo media drivers and where they'll be racing this coming weekend on Friday at about noon on our social media channels. Uh, I got nothing else right now, guys. So why don't we, uh, why don't we jump in and get in Roland Goodfellow. So let's bring in Roland. All right, guys, this week on the true North racing podcast, we are sitting down with Roland Goodfellow. What do you prefer to go by Roland or RW? No, Roland. Uh, Roland? Okay. W a while back on Facebook, just so people from <laughs> can find me, but <laughs> God, you're just trying to be a man of mystery. I understand. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So how's it going, man? I'm, I'm change it now. But it is going great. Just outside. Enjoying the day. It was a beautiful day. A little bit of showers, but was it still... raining where you were? A little bit in Kitchener. It was on and off. Okay. But... Yeah, I ended up in uh Bellwood a little bit earlier today and I had a, nothing, nothing all day. Never had a sprinkle, nothing. Well, it called so, for thunderstorms at 11 a.m., but it didn't start till like five. Man, that's <laughs> that's all I want. I just want like a good thunderstorm. I want to sit outside. Well, actually, I can't sit out back right now, but I want to sit outside underneath a good, you know, underneath a good covering and just watch the good thunderstorm because those are those are some of the best nights. Um, but let's talk about your racing career. Let's talk. Let's let's not talk about some gushy crap like that. We're gonna- <laughs> We're, we're gonna we're here racing. to huh? <laughs> it was a racing podcast. We're not allowed to talk about rain. Exactly. Because <laughs> we, we can't say that word because or else next week's gonna rain out. You know, you never know. Uh so you are I'm gonna bring up first. First of all, you are a Jomo Media driver. So first of all, I want to say thank you for being a Jomo Media driver and uh um, representing our uh our uh our brand, our our programming and, and everything we try to do for racing in, in Ontario. Um First of all, how did you get started in racing? Uh, actually racing. Yeah, was, actually racing. Uh, <laughs> I just started uh, following local racers on Instagram and Facebook and all that. And uh, one day I saw a post for a car that was nearby and cheaper than all the others I've seen. I Years ago, like 10 years ago, I had flamborough rules for pure stocks printed off and i had a car on a cord wagon that i got off my cousin's boyfriend for like 400 bucks but it was from northern <laughs> ontario and it was just way out of whack it wasn't it wouldn't pass so i yeah. had to get rid of it and then you know just how life goes but anyways yeah i uh i saw kenny racing on instagram selling a nissan sentra 
for 3000 bucks or 3500 which at the time I couldn't find anything for under five grand. So I just yeah. looking and saw that. Uh, I asked to go look at it. Turned out he lived four minutes down the road from me. It's like, <sighs> whoa, okay. So brought my dad along. We went and looked at it. It was a mint looking car. Uh, Mike Kenny is a good sales guy too. He had video of that car doing very well at Delaware <laughs> in the garage while we're checking out the car. Like, okay. All right. Well, all right, I saved up enough. I can, uh, think i need to do it you know I, I waited so long and it was so many times i got close to actually doing it so i just i bit the bullet and i i bought the car and then the then the journey began from there the, the addiction fully started at that point in time yeah yeah, yeah. i was just a fiend before then now <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's the only worrisome i feel like if i ever got behind the wheel of a car is that like everything else would suffer because i would just be too involved in racing at that point and I'm kind of happy doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what, man? It's uh, honestly, I don't hang out with my friends as much because they all <laughs> want to go party on Saturdays and whatnot. I'm like, nope, racing. <laughs> That's our club. Our club is the racetrack. Our music is the motor. Our, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, and but to be fair, at the end of the night, once you roll out of there, 10, 11 o'clock, whatever time we get, you guys roll out of there. Where's the first stop you always hit? Probably a fast food joint. Or Tim yep. Horns or something like you're still stopping. Yep. Just yeah, as we, usually stop at <laughs> huh? we usually do stop at a Tim's on our way out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We stop at a McDonald's or Harvey's and it, it feels like we just still came from a bar. You're still tired. You, you don't know what's on you because of all the dirt and dust at the track. Yeah. Or you, you know, and then you just go get some fast food, go home and, and relax for the rest of the night. Uh, exactly, man. Uh, so anyways. Uh, you, so you started in 2021 then for your peer stock career, right? Yep. And we had our first race June 19th. So just, just over a year ago was my first time ever on racetrack. So um, let's talk about that. How was that first race in, actually behind the wheel of a car in a field of cars? It was pretty wicked. Uh, I, I can drive like I, I'm, I've driven on dirt roads and all that. And so I kind of <laughs> thought it was, I was going to do a lot better than I did. Like, yep. I, uh, I, I totally underestimated driving a car around a racetrack, the feeling of it hundred percent. So I remember going to Michael's house there and Mike's sitting on the front step senior. Yeah. And he just looks at me. He's like, you have no practice or anything. You sure you want the opening night at Flamborough to be your first race? first time ever on the track i'm like well i already paid for registration and everything for that day for the crew so yeah we're doing it got there nervous as hell we used uh michael kenny let us use their trailer and i can't remember if maybe rj hauled it or if i did no i didn't haul it i hauled it to Grand so rj probably hauled it for me and uh they came to crew to make sure i was gonna do all right and then uh I think there were 30 cars there. So I started at the back and I don't think I was in the bottom groove for the entire race. And it was like a 40 lap race too, because we had such a good turnout. They upped it to 40 laps and I was on the outside the marbles all the time, just oh sideways, never, never got spun around, but I was just sailing around the outside. I ended up finishing 13th after starting 30th. So, Hey, that's not bad. Actually, all right. See, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to go back and rewatch the race. Now, now I need to go back and rewatch it. 
I'm not in the video much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. <laughs> my my brother. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no, go go ahead, man. My brother was uh, coming back from Northern Ontario. He was working and he was in Milton when the race started. So he pulled over on the side of the 401, brought up G-Force to try and watch it. I wasn't in it very much. (laughs) Hey, but you know what, though? If you were, if I'll be able to spot that car out because I know exactly which one it was. Um, So what is it? Uh, Let's see. We were off for a couple of weeks and we found out that we were going to come back we we're going to be essentially running a, a bunch of racing really quickly. And I don't think any of us were prepared um, with how quick it ended up being. Uh, how prepared were you to be running either the COVID schedule or the full fun bro schedule last year? How, like, were you, pre- pre- were you preparing either way? Were you not prepared when they announced we were going to be going back to our normal schedule? How, how, how was not your team feeling? I, I was not prepared <laughs> at all. I had no idea what I was walking into. I had no clue. I, even though we'll get into that later, but the whole atmosphere of at the track, totally different than what I was not totally, but a little different from what I was thinking. But yeah, I didn't even have a trailer. I didn't own a trailer when I got the car. My first yeah. race, I didn't own. I was using Michael Kenny's trailer, so I, I had nothing. Uh, I had to go buy all my race suit and gear and everything after I bought the car. <laughs> it was, I yeah. So I wasn't ready for any of it uh, when they said they were racing. I was just, I was just happy. Uh, I think there was only one or two races where there was no fans. And then they it was just the one, just the one, right. And then just it was the one the just kept yeah. growing every week. And so, yeah, I never, I never really noticed cause I wasn't in the pit side at all or in the racer side at all yeah. prior to that. You know, I, I went to a few races here and there, but yeah, mostly just on YouTube. So now, I go, now, okay. So only being at a track of handful of times, now I need to go back a little bit further. How did you end up getting the racing bug to even think about adding people on Instagram who were involved in racing? Like, how did that addiction really like how did that addiction? Like, that's a really bad word to be using. But how did <laughs> like, how did your love for motorsports really begin then? Um, honestly, I very very young. I think it just something that just clicked with me. I it was it was NASCAR, obviously. Like my my yeah. dad was wasn't even like diehard NASCAR like I am. I watched it every week. Unfortunately, the rain or the races rained out tonight. Uh, but yeah, young, uh, watched a few NASCAR races. And my dad had this little Dale Sr. die cast. But it was, it came like you could screw it into the pit box and it had the whole crew there and everything. And oh. that, for whatever reason, that's a vivid memory. Like, I don't know where the thing ended up to when we moved down south. It was, uh, it disappeared. And that thing is probably hard to find out. I've never seen another one. So. It was cool, but yeah, just that and just driving four wheelers around. I just love speed and just really NASCAR watching NASCAR really got into it. So it was just uh doing of my own. Nobody really forced me into it. Uh, I'm not any, no one raced before me that I knew of until later. It turns out that my great grandfather on my father's side owned a car and had a team. And I didn't even know that they raced in Sault Ste. Marie and I wasn't even aware until after I was already into it. Cause that's when my, grandma brought it up like oh yeah my dad owned a car I'm like what because <laughs> i'm talking about racing so, oh no it's dangerous it's dangerous don't do it <laughs> but yeah that's uh, how it started and then uh i would always go up north with my grandparents for the summers yeah so i wanted to do go-karting when i was young when we first moved to kitchener 
but uh, I was always with my grandparents for the summer, so I could never do the go-karting. It just, I just wanted it so bad for so long. And yeah, that's how that started. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Cause like, usually you have a, a bigger influence, I guess you could say to get, to get involved. And then to all of a sudden, you know, essentially just start racing every week, you know, get involved in racing and then find out that your, your great grandfather, was it? Yeah. Yeah. That he was involved in racing. He had a team like now that kind of makes it a little full circle that how you get end up getting in racing at the same time, because even though you're not aware of it, it it's lineage that's passed down. Right. Yeah, it was there. It's in my blood. I just didn't know it. <laughs> Well, you've been you've you've definitely impressed me a few times last year, uh, in both cars that you ran because you did have a <laughs> you did have an involvement in in a in a wreck in one of them, uh, yeah. which unfortunately ended that car's career, and then you ended up picking picking up, which was not gonna lie, not gonna lie, kind of something a little funny for me, because right. you guys went out and bought a car off of Jonathan Vay. Yes. Which is funny because he's one of our general media drivers and we yeah. had a sticker on the side of that car. True. It, it, it was destined to happen. <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's kind of funny how even that comes full circle as well. Um, yeah. And then you race that thing for what? Just the rest of the year then? Yeah. The rest of the season, you race the Cavalier after and that, then, uh, after that wreck at the Centra. Yeah. And then, so. It was actually pretty cool too. What happened sorry. Uh, what, what happened with the car there, like getting the new car, I was I was pretty upset. Like, I thought it was over when I wrecked, right? Yeah. And uh, that's one thing about the Michaels. They they came with me to every single race. Yeah. Mike Sr. was there at every single race. Michael only raced a handful of times and yep. with a few different cars. And I don't even remember if he finished any of those races due to just problems with the cars. Yeah, not that he was in a wreck or anything. I think the but one they were where he there was... with me crewing, right? Yeah, but he, they were there for me crewing every single race all season long, and that was crazy. And when I wrecked, and I thought it was over, I was that was very upset. <laughs> I may have shed a tear or two after the race. <laughs> hey, understandable. <laughs> Lifelong dream. I just started, and then it was car cars done, cars yeah. completely totaled, and then. Uh, my brother, I was at work in the middle of the week and my brother sends me a text. He says, you're racing Saturday. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? When, how? The car is mangled. There's no way you guys fix the car. <laughs> and then he sends me a picture of this Cavalier. And then, so he went and bought it because I couldn't at the time. He went and bought the car. And then uh, even Mike Sr., he says, yeah, if Dustin wasn't going to buy the car, I was going to buy it for you. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you're going to buy me a car? Are you crazy? Like, why would you buy me a car? Right? Like, I don't know. It was just wicked. I'm very fortunate to have met them. And and my brother has been number one supporter, too. He's there with me all the time now. Hoping to get him out soon. <laughs> he's got a he's got a mini stock, too. We're just uh, getting it all ready. But I was going to say, what's been going on with that car? Because I because I keep posting about it. That, that yeah. I keep posting about it, and the next thing I show up the track, I'm kind of going do my usual walk that I do. Next thing I'm just like, all right, I guess I only brought one car out. Okay, 
Yeah, it's been an uh, it's been a lot of work that thing. Uh, it, it was a dirt car before, and then I guess it sat for a couple of years, and then RJ bought it. Yeah, and RJ Croto, and then uh, they put an engine in it, and then that was it. And it was just sitting there with the engine in it, never been run, newly rebuilt. So Dustin wanted to get into it with me, and we're like, all right, we'll both do mini stocks, and he bought that car. So we've just been getting it buttoned up. I'll say we are hoping for this weekend, although because of being let down a few times, I won't make any promises, but <laughs> we are hoping it's, that we get out. It's still going to end up in my weekly post. All right. Yeah. Get so, it done, man. Yeah. I still got to I still got to keep it, keep it up. Um, yeah, that's that's been heartbreaking for your for your brother, because I, I've been keeping wanting to see him out there. And like I see the car, I'm like, yes, it's here. And then like head out and like, where'd he go? <laughs> yeah. But it, you know what? It's understandable when, you know, when you, sometimes you think you got all the demons all, all checked out and then, you know, something pops up that you didn't think about. And then it ends up snowballing from there. And, and sometimes that's, it's sometimes the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. The more we keep digging, the more we find. Right. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunately usually the case with anything, right? It, it's, yeah. it's so tough. Um, what the heck? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't even mean. I don't mean to stop it. I just I found a toonie in my pocket for some reason. Uh, for, for, dude, I'm so bad. I, there's times I'm just like I like I was just I was just having my hand in my pocket next time. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, that's money. And oh, sweet, two bucks, sweet. It's gonna go yeah, my. For uh, whatever reason, that's one of the best feelings when you're in the laundry and you find like a twenty dollar bill that was already yours, but you're like, yeah, awesome. It's like you found it on the street. <laughs> so, so fun fact: uh, a coworker of mine uh her husband or sorry my co-worker's uh sister her husband left forty dollars in his coat pocket or something like that and when his wife was doing uh laundry she found the 40 bucks and pocketed it herself and then yeah. that night they were all on they were all gaming together that night and he goes man I'm so pissed I lost 40 bucks I don't know where it went <laughs> I'm like it's in your wife's purse buddy like yeah, that was my mom's rule too. Whenever she was doing laundry, if, if she found something in the laundry room, it's hers. <laughs> oh boy, that could be a bad thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you ran last year. So actually, one thing I want right. to bring up before we talk about the mini stocks here is uh, last year you did you ended up traveling up to Peterborough. Did you take yeah. part of race that week? Yeah, we brought the Cavalier. Uh, we oh, actually man. had four different tracks last year, which was cool. I wasn't registered anywhere, so I wasn't doing points or anything. But we did Flamborough mostly. I did uh, Grand Bend. My second race ever was Grand Bend. Went terrible, but we did it. <laughs> how was how, <laughs> then, how did that race go? Like, what? Like, why was it terrible? Oh, it was a really hot day, and there was a lot of heated people, and just I felt like the organization was kind of off. Again, we're just getting back after COVID, right? Yeah, the organization was off, and then. Uh, just I wasn't doing well and I got into it with one driver. Uh, the guys who finished first and second were both disqualified because they were ramming into each other after the race ended, which was actually Michael Kenny's car now that won the race. The, really? the Nissan 240 that he has now was the car. And so him and second place got DQ'd. And yeah, it was it was it was just a giant, you know what show. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you know how I get around saying that? Shit, shit. Don't add the T. Just no T, eh? 
Yeah, silent. just just go shisho, shisho, shisho. Exactly. That way, sometimes you're like, if I don't have a moderator or anything like that, I don't have a guy who hits a button and be, and be yeah, like, no second, seven second delay. Yeah, no seven second delay, man. That's it's me just sitting here like, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, we did Grand Bend and then we did Sunset once, which was awesome. I love that track. Sunset Only been the one time track. But uh, and then Peterborough again, I love whatever it is, just nice banking and really wide tracks. I just I love them, at least with the Cavalier. It worked well because it's such a momentum car, base car. You have to carry it through the corners. It doesn't just have the power to stomp on it out. So those nice wide tracks worked well for us. So, yeah, Peterborough, we did go do. Uh, didn't finish. We were doing well. I, I'd say honestly, that easy to say, but I think that was a top three car. I worked my way up to fifth place after starting 12th, and we were still on the move. Uh, we got moved out of the way and then fell back a few spots. Uh, and then two laps after that, uh, the center of the rim just broke. All the lug nuts were still on the car. The center of the rim just broke right off on the right front. And oh, we went man. into the uh, turn four wall. <laughs> So that oh, wow. sucked. But other than that, it was awesome because we were doing very well. So they told me afterwards, I mean, everybody was saying racing rim, but whatever. And then they told me afterwards that a Volkswagen rim, I guess, works better. And that Cavalier steel rims are common for braking like that, which would have been nice to know prior. But it did happen. So hey, yeah, we went up there. It was fun, fun weekend. It's awesome. The atmosphere there is crazy. It's three days of racing, three or four days of racing. It's so cool. Yeah, that's a, that's an event I keep wanting to get out to. But unfortunately, it's just, oh, it, it's with having a kid, couple kids, sorry. Um, with having kids, it just ends up being a little more difficult for me. To yeah, make four it out hours there for away Thanksgiving. Too, right? Yeah, it, it's. I'm hoping. Yeah, my mother wasn't too happy. It was on Thanksgiving <laughs> weekend. <laughs> For some reason, moms just hate that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But sorry, uh, we're bringing the tradition to Peterborough. <laughs> exactly. That's all you got to do. You just got to be like, "Hey, it's gonna be more fun out here." Um, but no, that's yeah. that's an event I would do want to get out to, because I think it's <sighs> to me, it's such a amazing track. Uh, it. It just you're right. It sucks that it's so far away, and you know it's oh how do I put this? But yet it puts on some of the best racing, and I you know I hope I hope I can get out there. I I, I truly do. I, I'm you know three maybe three or four years down the road now, but hey, as long as I get out there and enjoy a weekend like that, because who knows who knows when uh who knows how many times we'll get to experience anything, right? Yeah, I mean that yeah. was really and, dark uh, there for a second. Holy crap! <laughs> well, that happens, and just uh, racing as a whole is kind of uh, diminishing. Like Jukasa isn't open anymore, right? Yeah. The tracks are closing. You never know what's going to happen. Which, yeah, it does suck to say. Or in your life, what will happen? <laughs> you already yeah. experience what you can. So absolutely. Um, before we continue, I gotta, I gotta read, I gotta ask you this because I don't think I did. Did I let you know about a car show we're doing? You did. You did. In okay. uh, Elmira Jesus. or? No, no. It's in Aaron. Aaron, right. Aaron, yeah. 
Okay, I wanted to make sure I asked you that, and I don't know why I just decided you're on the air right now, but I just wanted to ask no. about that and make sure. No, I'd like to go. I do forget the date of it. July uh, 10th. July 10th. Okay, so pretty soon. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks out from today. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I, like I said, I can't say uh, I'll be bringing the car. Hey, I mean, we got around. we got tons of cars coming already. So Yeah, So, but I'd love to go check it out. It comes to your booth. You got a booth, I assume? Yeah, I, we're going to have a booth. We're going to have about eight to 10 cars. I'm going to talk about this more after, um, after we're done our interview, before we wrap up the show tonight, uh, to remind everyone to get everyone hyped for it. Uh, if you can make it out, that's obviously great. Cause, uh, the more people we have, the better I find we're going to, it's going to be a lot more of a fun event if we have more people out and you know, we got pure stocks, mini stocks, maybe a, a dirt thunder car. Um, awesome. Coffee, couple CVMs. I don't know. Well, I know a couple of those guys are coming out, so yeah, that's gonna be fun. But I want to make sure I wanted to make sure I asked you that because I know all, I invited all of my drone, all the drone media drivers because I just feel like it's better to invite them all. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I'll make sure that uh, Dustin and I do our best to make it there. Yeah, just let me know if you guys are coming, and obviously, you know, just let me know. Um, but anyways, <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile back on the ranch <laughs> so, man i don't know what's going on up here tonight but it's not all uh it's not all there i'm gonna be honest with everyone today uh but anyways so yeah so over the winter you ended up switching out from the cavalier and got yourself uh a mustang right yep it's a 1994 mustang dustin's is a 84 so how come you guys decided to well not so much for Dustin, but how come you decided to move up a division from pure stock up to mini stock? What was that decision uh, making factor like? Uh, a couple things. Well, first, like, again, we're, we hang out with Michael a lot. Uh, honestly, since we've got the mini stocks, not as much, but <laughs> that was the thing too. Was, I want to race with Michael and I want to help him out with his car. And I feel like if we're all in the same division. We're able to help each other more. Uh, so there was that. And then, uh, also a rear wheel drive car I wanted because my goal is just to keep progressing. The, I want to get better. And then eventually I want to keep on moving up into different series and however long it takes. I don't know, but I know that after many stocks, there's no more front wheel drives. And so rear wheel drive for me was a must. And also last year, like I said about the atmosphere, not being uh, exactly what I expected uh pure stock division had a lot of drama last year as everybody kind of knows uh i i stayed out of it i wasn't on facebook like many were and it it was a big problem it was it was a big issue and uh, oh yeah i don't really have much of an opinion on it but it was weird for me to see (laughs) and i didn't you know it it was kind of i don't know i don't want to say ruining it but it just it just wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what I wanted. Right. Like I, I had a vision in mind and, <laughs> and it wasn't yep. that it wasn't bickering on Facebook about the lowest class you can get at Flamborough. Right? Yeah. So, and you know what, we don't, we don't, we don't want that negativity. Like we, now I'm going to say in here at the podcast, I don't think we, us here, we want to deal with, see that negativity. No. And you know, that's, we saw it last year, right at the end of this, at the end of the season, really, you know, take its toll because, and unfortunately it just yeah, it I is what it is right? sponsorships because yeah of it. yeah it uh 
you, it wasn't you good. Know, Some you things know. got real nasty. I'll say even when I putting this out there, I'm completely over it now. But even yeah. when my my first car got wrecked, and uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I had some crew members that were pretty heated, but yeah. I didn't go on Facebook and say anything nasty about it. But there was kind of crappy things said about me, yeah, from someone who I feel wrecked me. So it's like, what is going on? Like, I don't. This is crazy. So all I, right. So here, here's my I, question. Here's here's okay. I got a question before we continue here. Have you talked to the guy since? Because I know exactly who who it was. Yeah. And uh, no, actually, I have not spoken a single word to him. That's another problem I felt with the Pure Stock Division is uh, nobody went and chit chatted with each other after anything. Like I remember uh, the first time I started on pole, I screwed it up. I went way too hard into turn one. I got sideways. I took out two cars. Yeah. After the race, right away, I already had it planned. But even Mike Sr., uh, he came over. He's like, you have a couple car guys you got to go talk to. I'm like, yeah, I'm going right now. And I went down there. I talked to them. I apologize. I explained, you know, first time up front, I went too hard. It's my bad. If you need help, let me know. Shake their hands. They appreciated that. Right. Yeah. And I kind of expected that back too, but I, uh, some people did, uh, you know, but I expected that more and I didn't really see it. There wasn't the respect there. Right. Was like, All right. So because I'm all about so I, squashing beef. Okay. I right. I've called out people not by name because I I don't feel like they need to be called out by name. Nor will I. <laughs> uh, but is this person the one person that you didn't talk to? Is this person in the CVMs right now? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, you know who it is. Yeah, 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 yeah I think yeah. everybody knows who it is. <laughs> Which again, like I don't. I, honestly, I root for that guy, and and I saw that that car uh, got wrecked in the second feature going in. He got pushed into the wall, and it. It was it was hard to see, especially for the Michaels, because they saw yeah. their, their previous car get wrecked. And I was, he's been doing very well in that class. And it's it's cool to watch because uh I, I see a major change in the driving style. <laughs> I'm like, all right, right on, man. You know what? So, do do your thing. So I have I, I'm gonna propose something right now. Right. Are you at Flamborough this weekend? Yep. All right, I'm gonna come down. I'm gonna come get you. And then you and I, we're going to go for a walk and we're going to go talk to the guy. We're going to squash the squash, whatever crap we had you know to talk about it. See, and let's I get it over about that too. I just felt like it wasn't my place to go over. You know, I didn't, I didn't wreck myself, hey, <laughs> but yeah, that, hey, that's a good idea because although I am like, I'm, I'm not mad about it or anything, but yeah, yeah. it was something weird that happened. And uh, it, you know, we're, we're at the track just about every week with each other. So it would, he's, so, he's talked to the Michaels. He's talked to my brother. But I've, I've, he's never talked to me. Then I'm going to I'm bringing your ass down and we're going to go talk to him. Yeah, I, I did I, hear on his podcast. He said, like, he had an on track incident with the Michaels. And that was a common misconception all season long. People thought it was Michael <laughs> Kenny or RJ driving that car. I'm like, yeah, hi, I'm Roland Goodfellow. Uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, no like, you, I, uh, you did not talk to the guys who you had on track incident with that. Uh, that guy's right here talking on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like like I said, let's let's squash some beef. Let's get down there and, uh, um, yeah, let's let's let's. I, I'd rather I, be, I hope he gets the car fixed up and he's there, next dude. Week. I hope uh, so too. The CVMs. I'm gonna be honest. The CVMs are probably one of the nicest groups you could ever work with. Because yeah. even though we're all racing, competing against each other, we last night when Scott came back in and the races were over 
every single car, pretty much every single driver, every single crew member for the most part came over and looked at his car. Right. Which like is to, how it, how everybody would like it to be. Right. Absolutely. Him saying that club atmosphere is what he wanted and that's what we all want, but you know, and, but like you compete on the track and in the pits, help each other we're else, but you have people to compete against. Yep. But yeah, it's, it, it, it sucks for him. It sucks for the wreck, but like, you know, I, I seen earlier today, Twitch it, uh, uh, one of our, one of our guys, he offered to go make the drive all the way up from like Cambridge up to Arthur to go help him out. So nice. hopefully we'll see what happens. Hopefully you can get that car back out. But if he's out Saturday, like I said, we're, we'll bring him down. We'll talk, clear some yeah, clear the air. <laughs> hey, hey, even if the, even if the, no, nothing's there because we're a year later, let's, there's nothing harm in talking, actually talking about it shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so anyways, like I said, we, you know, we moved on from the pure stocks because uh, you didn't like the, the route it was going at the time. And that's understandable. Uh, and you found a home in the mini stocks so, so far right now. Am I correct? Yeah. Yep. And I would like to add one more thing too. Okay. Uh, that wreck was probably one of the best things that happened to me with racing too. Because, well, A, you experience a wreck and then your nerves get at you and then you learn to get over it. Yep. And B, buying that Cavalier um, and it had no power steering. And I was overdriving that Nissan like crazy. And then I tried with the Cavalier and when that thing broke loose, uh, front wheel drive with no power steering tends to rip the wheel out of your hands when you get sideways. <laughs> so I had to back off a bit and it taught me a lot how to race and how to drive and be more smooth so one of the best things for me was that wreck and getting the cavalier because it i i feel like i improved a lot after that yeah that uh that cavalier that jonathan Vay had you know he told me it was a rocket ship i believed him and then when i saw you with it i was like all right let's see what he can do and yeah, it, it was a roller coaster of a season <laughs> right? ups and downs but at least i had some ups so <laughs> absolutely that's all that matters um so yeah, now we moved into the mini stock. He got this car. Uh, who? So who? So who's? Who did you buy the car off of previously? Uh, I actually feel bad for not remembering the name oh. because yeah, but it raced at sunset. And okay, I apologize, but uh, the Michaels just have a lot more. Like they know everybody, right? So they found the car for me, and then we took my brother's trailer, went up there with the cash man, and got it from uh innisville i guess yeah so yeah so yeah i do forget the name actually uh mike definitely told me the name a while well, that, back though i not, don't know if i could find it <laughs> so if anyone who's listening knows who owned the car previously let us know so we i believe it was the number 28 at uh sunset speedway oh now i'm gonna have to do some digging uh yeah <laughs> Which I'm fine with. I, lo- I love I love digging on stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so now we're racing this year. You've been you've raced how many times this year so far? Um, I believe yesterday was the sixth race, maybe. Let's see, it was nine nine total. Yeah, I missed two and we were off one. So yeah, yeah. Six. So there we go. And how's the season? So obviously, how's in general, how's the season been going overall? Uh, I'm going to just say 
the short version is good. <laughs> but I am, as as most racers are, I think uh, I'm pretty hard on myself. Yep. So, uh, you know, like it's only my sixth race ever in this division. And I said, only, just barely over a year for some other track. So it's going pretty good. I haven't wrecked. Uh, but it's just getting handling down for the car. Uh, we're, we're not fast. And there's a lot of fast cars. That's another thing. But a lot of this division at Flamborough, they are quick cars. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's hard to keep up with those guys. Um, I know I, I was around Hooper and Caitlin. And even now, they've kind of sped up and they get away from me. And Caitlin's doing very well. She's whatever engine she got that helped her out. Oh, she she had a rocket ship this past week. From uh, just by the looks of it, she she was out there and uh, turning some really yeah. good laps. And so, I can't keep up. But it was more about handling because I just at the beginning I didn't even know how to explain what the car was doing because it was just so out of whack. It's the, <laughs> Man, it's the I, cool I, trickle effect. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I like to call it for anyone who doesn't know how to handle like how a car handling or whatever like that i just always just call it the uh um yeah, cold trickle the cold trickle effects i don't know cars <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh so just through talking with people i'd have to like break it right down to what it was doing at every moment like put the track into sections and what it was doing in every section of the track and explain this to people who are more experienced figure out what it was doing so uh, where I thought it was loose because it was breaking loose, we were actually tight because it was tight until it snapped around. And then yeah. I thought it was loose, but it's not. It's tight. So a lot of battle, battling with handling. But uh, I feel like it got to the point, too, where we weren't able to finish races uh, past a couple of weeks. Uh, things just kept happening, whether we were black flagged or uh, last weekend, the first feature, we had my exhaust the muffler blew off it was still in the car but it blew off and i could feel rattling and then uh our pressure relief line for oil uh came out of place and lodged itself directly into the right front caliper so oil a little bit of oil was going right onto our right front brake so oh, car shaking and i'm going up into the wall and i think a tire's going down <laughs> so i get off the track and see what happened we get all that buttoned up and ready for the next feature. And then first lap spin on the front row, me and Michael, he actually gets into the back of me through the pile up and we're both out without even completing a first lap. So that sucked. And our goal of that race was just to finish and learn because I knew something was off and I just wanted to get a line down and just, just learn. That's it. And we couldn't even finish a race. So we just came back last yesterday and, with the same mindset and then with six laps to go in the first feature we overheat we're spraying water all over the track so that was uh that brought me down i was i was pretty upset not mad or anything just just feeling down and i almost didn't want to go out for meet the drivers until i was told i had to because <laughs> <laughs> we were starting that we were the first race and they they start you right from there yeah like, all right well we better go and then uh those kids coming up and asking to sign their flags and whatnot. And they think it's so cool and that uh, upped, upped our spirits quite a bit. And then we had a, a Dale Lucas actually gave us pointers for uh, air pressures and little adjustments. And yep. it helped so much. I, I wasn't sliding all over the place. Uh, the car had grip. 
and we were hooked up still still need speed but i was driving easier i wasn't going as hard in the corner i was let up earlier and i still matched our best time ever so our personal best anyways so uh, nice. we're learning and that that was the goal and we accomplished that so it is going well our, our mini stock season's going well as when we get dustin out there and he finishes a race i'll be very happy we'll that that's when it starts is when both cars are out. Yeah. Well, hopefully that happens soon. And you guys are, uh, you know, you guys start marching your way to the front. Cause I, I know how tough I mean, I, I've seen how tough that mini stock division is, especially at Flamborough speedway. And uh, you know, it's, it takes a lot to start with, but once you get going, you're going to, you're, I, you're going to be good. So just, uh, you're definitely just going to want to keep at it. So. Yeah, for sure. You, you can't give up. And, uh, Honestly, I, I see us being competitive near the front, uh, close to the, the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, got to put the work in. Absolutely. Uh, the one thing, uh, where is it here? Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm keep, I keep having to like, yeah, checking out stuff and making sure I have everything all set to go when, when the time is right. Um, so what are your plans for the rest of the 2022 season? Uh, just try and just keep improving, honestly, just, uh, just get some consistent fast lap times. I mean, I think we, we did that in the second feature yesterday. So, uh, now we just want to keep working on the cars. Um, I feel like I'd miss a race just to crew for Dustin because he deserves it. I said, he's, he's my number one fan and I'm his, and he's so supportive. Uh, his first race ever watching me like in person was actually the night I wrecked that Centro oh, and he was there. He was jumping and screaming at the fence. He was just going wild because <laughs> Reese and I were going side by side for the beginning and I stayed second place the whole race. And it, it was one of my best races and he was just going wild. And then boom. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he was the one that took off running down the pits after that. But he's just my number one fan and, I can't say enough about him. Him and the Michaels have told me so much. So, yeah, once he's out there, it, it, the plan right now is to get him out because yeah. that's what I want to see. I I would miss a race crew for him because he does it for me every single week. Even this weekend, I we weren't expecting the Michaels to show up, and it was just him and I there. He hopped in with me. We brought the car. He was my only crew member. Like, yeah, it was just us. So. Yeah, once we build on that, uh, top five would be nice eventually. <laughs> and I think I, I mean, knock on wood, I think I got rookie of the year. Hopefully locked in. Hopefully. Uh, I, think, I think you're the only rookie anyways. Yeah, well, that uh, 65 is registered, but she came in late. So, yeah. and then Dustin will be coming in late. He'll be a rookie registered. So, but I got quite a few races on them. So, unless something goes drastically wrong, I think I got it today. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you planning on taking the car anywhere traveling this year? Uh, I'd like to bring it back to its home at sunset. Just A, because I love the track and B, I want to try and uh, see if I could do better than the previous owner. Just, yep. just a goal I set. So I want to see if I can do that. And then uh, we're going back to Peterborough for autumn colors at the end of the year. For sure. Because I, I love that. I don't know if it'll go the same, completely different <laughs> car, different class, but uh, we did very well there last yep. year so we're excited for that um maybe if it's in the i'd like to do grand ben that touring series they have from the states oh yeah 
one up. I'd I'd love to try it, but uh, I'm also pretty committed to Flamborough right now. So I'm registered, and first time I've been registered for points in the series. So I'm gonna try and stay there as much as I can. I mean, that's understandable. You don't want to keep uh, possibly moving around and and messing up your own schedule unless you're doing the outlaw kind of stuff that some yeah. other guys do. But that's uh, that's completely understandable. Um, but you know what? Hopefully, who knows? Maybe if it rains out, Flambro calls it early enough, you can make it out. Uh, I feel like Flambro's is the last one to do that, but yeah, that, yeah, that's. <laughs> but it works out it, for whatever I, reason. The rain just works its way around Flambro. It, it never goes through. Man, I love it and I hate it. Yes, it has always been the case with Flambro. I've always loved it and I've hated it. Um, like what is it? Uh, remember that day we had that really bad storm, right? Just a couple weeks ago, uh, yep. me and me and Jacqueline were talking. I was like, "Hey, Flambro rain, rains out. If they call it, we're going to Merrittville." Okay, that, that's that's our plan. We're gonna so going to Flambro. If it rains out, we're going to Merrittville. Perfect. Merrittville ca- calls it before Flambro does. I'm like, son of a, and of course Flambro <laughs> doesn't cancel. And we show up. And I'm like, all right, we're a little bit miserable today because we wanted to go dirt track race and not be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you get something in your mind you want to do and then you're doing something else that you didn't want to do but like you still have to go anyways it's like <sighs> yeah just uh ruined your plans a little bit <laughs> exactly yeah whatever uh, it is flamborough just i think that's why they never call it because they just know no that those clouds are going to split once they hit the track <laughs> dude that's that's like in my hometown of Erin. i swear i'd be look, looking up the clouds I'm like oh yes dark clouds thunderstorm rolling through perfect I can hear booms. I'm like, yes. And it like splits, goes around the town and then closes back up. Same thing while, it's, while it was soccer, I, while, while the soccer was going on, I was, I was a ref at one point and I would see the clouds. I'm like, yes, get to call get this to go early. home early. <laughs> I still get paid the same. I still get paid the same. I could work less. Perfect. <laughs> Look back five minutes later, gone around. I'm like, son of a, now I got to <laughs> I'm like getting ready to call it. So I stopped worrying about it. And it, no matter what, it still always came back. And I'm like, ah, I just want to go home. Yeah, that's the way she goes. Because the nice part about it was if you were past the 45 minute mark and you had to call it because of weather, it was uh, like our halftime of or like over past half of, of the game. Um, you could call it and you still get paid the same. Right. So I'm like, ooh less less work more money like yeah that's that's working <laughs> smart not hard exactly so i was always <laughs> hoping for rain but like let me get past the halfway mark so <laughs> so so i could get paid i know it sounds bad but that hey i think that's what we all hope for depending on what careers we're in um way to do exactly so we're gonna jump over and do our fan question period here we're gonna wrap up here in just a couple of minutes but we're gonna do our fan question period and as you saw earlier today you were we dropped that that you were going to be our guest this week. We put out there saying uh, if anyone's got any questions for you, drop them in the comment section below, and we will ask them to uh, to our guest that night. We do have a question on board for you. Do you want do you want to answer it tonight? Oh yeah, we got one. Let's do we, it. <laughs> the, 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 this one comes from not Connor Ross, but Rob Twitchit. Um, okay, that's sorry. That's a little side joke. I'll I'll make it up afterwards. He goes question. Don't you hate having to answer fan questions when being interviewed on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I saw that in the comments. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, 
I've never had to do it. So no. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I guess now after that question, maybe I kind of, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we've had a lot worse ones than that, but Rob is, is, is a good friend of ours and uh, we're trying to get him on. We're trying to line him up on the show one night to, to see what kind of crap we can get him into. Um, <laughs> Cause that's going to be hysterical. <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, so anyways, we call, so, uh, Rob races the 44 CVM, uh, from time to time. Okay. So on the door, it says Connor Ross. Cause that's who usually drives the car. Yeah. So whenever he's driving it, he writes not in green duct tape and sticks it on the track <laughs> on both sides of the car. Nice. I wish I had his hero card. Cause then I can actually visually show it. He actually last oh, night. Oh, he put that on writing, the hero card and everything. Eh? He instead of writing his signature, <laughs> he not would Connor write. Ross. He would write <laughs> not, and then right beside Connor Ross. That's good. I like oh, it. I love, I love it. it. It's hysterical. <laughs> but yeah, that's the that's the kind of um, crap we kind of play with the CVM stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's our only question tonight, man. Unfortunately. Uh, we want to thank oh, I, Rob for putting the question out there. Make sure you guys tune in every Sunday to see who our guests will be and drop your questions. If you don't want them, let me know and I won't ask the question, Rob. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I guess he doesn't want any coming in. Eh? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> we're we're going to line him up for episode 69 of the show. So that way he's happy with his number. And Oh, yeah. perfect. <laughs> Which yeah. is only in four weeks. So, oh, boy. But yeah, man. Uh, we're gonna right let on. you. We're gonna let you get going here in just a couple of seconds. But is there anyone you want to thank for getting you here? Uh, helped you out through your racing career so far. Is there anyone you want to thank? Yeah, for sure. Uh, start off with the sponsors. We got Sarens Crane Rental, True North Concrete Pumping, Apex Chain Cable, uh, Redneck Royalty Co. Hit them up. Hit their website up. No, we're all we're all rednecks at the track. Go get some merch. Uh, and J Raps for doing the car. Uh, I gotta thank my grandparents for coming to just about every race to come watch me. Uh, girlfriend for letting me put as much time in as I do to the cars and not complaining too much. Uh, like I said, my brother never really thought we'd have this together racing, but it's worked out well and we've just we're closer every week and I love it. Uh, Michael Kenny's again came with me every single race i wouldn't be able to do what i'm doing right now without them i wouldn't know what i know uh it'd be a lot slower learning process without them so very thankful for that uh my parents coming to watch uh my grandfather teaching me how to wrench and uh yeah i guess that's it Awesome, man. Sounds good. Well, we're not going to take a mo- and much And thank more you. Nope. Thank you for this, too, by the way. I really appreciate hey. this. I love what you're doing. You uh, you have a schedule and, uh, you know, we're all just out here having fun, but you make it. We're all chasing a dream, too. We all love to race and being able to do this with you, it just adds to the dream. It makes it feel more real, you know? Absolutely, man. You know what? Oh. You You reached out to me, I think, while I was in the middle of setting up my schedule for this year. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're going wild. I saw them pop up, new drivers every day. I'm like, I want in on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? It's 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 awesome. It, it, you reached out to me about joining Joma Media. Uh, you and your brother both have joined us this year. Uh, 
what else you, you reached out to me involved you i think you reached out to me involved asking to come on the podcast first and yeah. i already had like a huge list going on so i'm like hey like i know it's not gonna be right away but yeah. i can put you in at the end of june is that good and you're like yeah perfect i'm like awesome like uh it gave you some time to get some seat time in the mini stock obviously we can yeah. talk about your pure stock uh more to talk about yeah we always come there's always more to talk about on man uh we're gonna have to bring you back on and we're gonna have to obviously bring and have more conversations um well for sure but yeah man i i gotta thank you for reaching out to me first and and, and asking to come on because that's you know that that makes my job easier because i'm not chasing anyone <laughs> <laughs> I, I find yeah. if i'm chasing people to see if they would like to come on then it sounds weird but if people right. are like hey can i come on i'm like absolutely this is this is the next date you can you're free <laughs> yeah like, yeah makes you feel good too absolutely man you know we've we've had lots of great people come on we're gonna have lots of great people coming on in the future but yeah man anytime you want to come back on you're more than welcome to uh we'll definitely line you back up in our schedule at some point and uh yeah man thank you so much for coming on perfect thank you it was fun you have yourself a good night okay all right you too thanks a lot but all right talk to you later bye all right bye-bye all right guys that was the driver number 12 roland good fellow i keep writing rw uh i guess i gotta change that now back to roland's <laughs> that way uh there's no more miscommunication as we heard at the beginning of the episode we of course we want to thank roland for taking time out of his night and uh chatting with us for a little bit oh excuse me guys uh but anyways as I brought up in the interview, July 10th is coming up quick. You guys, we will be having, we'll be part of the, from the local, from, Jesus, I forgot. Jeez, I'm Taylor. I'm so sorry. I'm getting bad here. From the heart local market, Jomo Media is proud to be, will be proud to have a booth at from the heart local market. It will be in Erin on July 10th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We have so many drivers and cars coming out. I'm excited. Uh, if you guys are free and you guys are available that day, come on out, check it out. It is a, I don't know how you guys want to put it. It's an artesian market, I guess. That's how my brother put it today. Um, you guys can find some cool little homemade crafts. Uh, lots of cool things. I, I, It's going to be a lot of fun. We got drivers such as, uh, oh, who do we got coming out? I've listed a few already in our post last week. But we will have cars from JPEP and Scott Tonelli. I believe Alex Stewart's going to bring his pure stock. Uh, there's talks of Cameron. We're trying to get Cameron Thompson to come up here in his uh, street stock. Uh, who else we got? We got Madison Teen Kids Mustang coming from Sunset. Oh, man. Sierra, Sarah uh, from Sunset as well. She's bringing her mini stock. And there might be a cool surprise. There might be something pretty darn cool happening in the uh in the uh uh at the show so if you're there come check us out we'll have drivers like jeff Flem. uh we'll have uh joel media personalities such as megan mitchell will be on hand uh we'll talk about the true north racing podcast we'll talk about our vlogs we'll talk about other drivers drivers are going to have their merch on hand so come on out get your our oh, david rockwood we have i think our furthest guy coming david rockman he's uh he's scheduled to come out sign some autographs but if you guys got merch, like drivers, if they if they they have merch, bring it on out. We'll uh we'll sell it. Um, you guys can sell it, pocket the money. You know, it's booth is paid for. Yeah, just come on out, have a good time. 
so yeah, if you guys are looking for it, come on out. It is between Erin and uh, Brisbane. It is uh, on Highway 124, and it's called From the Bloom Garden Center. Uh, or I think it's the Bloom, the Bloom, the Bloom Garden Center on Highway 124 in Erin, Ontario, where is where you'll find From the Heart local market uh, every Sunday. Every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can find them. Uh, Taylor Sheen does a great job. Her and her team are amazing at this. Uh, we are so proud to be having a booth at the show and bringing so many race cars. Uh, once they have a theme day, we'll, uh, we're going to announce it here on the show as well. So that way you guys can get excited. But we are two weeks away from the show. So come on out. Check it out. Mark it in your calendars. Come on out. Uh, as well, guys, Joe Media Merchant Apparel. I'm not sure if I'm going to have anything at the show. I might get a few pieces. I don't know yet. Don't if I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, possibly some stickers. I'm gotta reach out to a guy tomorrow about some. See if we can get them in time. If anything, we'll have some Joe Media stickers as well as True North Raising Podcast stickers uh, for sale. Um, what else will we have? We'll also have, like I said, drivers will have essentially autograph sessions at our booth. Uh, you guys can have tours of cars and whatnot. Uh, Joe Media Apparel and Merch, guys, you guys can find them in our links in our bios from Epic Racewear. We are still with them currently for probably for the rest of this year. And then next year, we'll switch over to a new supplier. Um, we're also looking at getting our own inventory so that way you guys can order directly from this guy right here. Uh I feel like I had something else to talk. Oh, next weekend, uh, you guys will be able to find me at Flamborough Speedway for the uh, last race before our two-week break for the CVM, which is much needed after uh, the past couple of weeks with some hard luck, hard wrecks, and uh, uh, a tough GoPro. Uh, it's it's tough on equipment, apparently. Past three, ra- past three races, uh, we've had a GoPro in a car, and uh, something's gone wrong in each one. So, unfortunately, that's why last week's episode didn't come out for the CVM vlog. This week's episode is going to have a little bit more interesting footage, I think. Um, but, yeah, uh, you guys are going to catch the CVMs at Flamborough Speedway. I'll be there with them doing their media. Uh, if you guys are up by Sauble, go check out Sauble Speedway, Sunset. Go check out Sunset. Peterborough, go out to Peterborough Speedway, Delaware. Runs Friday night, Southern Ontario Speedway, uh, Saturday nights. Um, go check out. Meridville, Humberstone, Brighton. If you guys are near a short track, hit it up. Tag, tag the track. Show them your love. Show them your support because that's exactly why uh, their their doors are still open. And, you know, there's some great racing at every at every short track here in Ontario. You just got to sometimes just find it. Uh, if I'm missing a track that you guys know of, let me know. So that way I can add it to our list of tracks maybe I need to get to in the next couple of years. Uh, hopefully next week I'll have a full crew back. Hopefully everyone's going to be, uh, uh, on the up and up a little bit better. We'll see, but, uh, shout out to my co-hosts, Megan and Kaylin. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your weekends. It was great seeing them Friday and Saturday at Flamborough and enjoyed seeing them during the, uh, meet the driver's section at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, what else we got? Uh, that's pretty much it for me this week, guys. Next week, next Sunday, we still have a show going on, even though it's the holiday long weekend. We'll let you guys know next Sunday who it'll be. So make sure you guys are staying tuned to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages, as well as our YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know why I just said it that way, but make sure, make sure you guys stay tuned to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages to keep up to date on everything with the Joe Media Group and the G- and everyone who's racing. Um, 
I feel like I need to add something else, but I don't know what it is right now. And it's kind of bugging me. So I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to end it while I'm behind. Um, thank you guys for listening to the true North Racing podcast. My name is John Morrison. Hopefully you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. Make sure you guys check out all our previous episodes right there on anchor, Spotify, Google, and of course visuals on YouTube. That's right. We brought YouTube to the forefront this year for our program. And we have all our, we have this year's section uh, uh, episodes up there. Now we are going to do a whole upload over the winter and we're going to, hopefully we'll do a whole upload over the winter from episode one through 50, 40, 47, 46. I think it is. I think, yeah, 46. We'll probably get all video visuals from episode one through 46 next over the winter. That might be a bit, but we're going to stop the show. Like I said, around October, maybe November, beginning of November, maybe we'll see. Uh, and then that after that, we'll start getting all the backlog episodes up. And all those are just going to be the visuals because, well, I didn't do this before. So I don't, I didn't have to do video. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you guys check out the true North Racing podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and YouTube, and as well as anchor. My name is John Morrison. You guys are listening to the True North Race Podcast, brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. We'll see you guys next week. Bye now.